Um, hi guys, welcome to Humanity Jitsu Podcast. Um, you're here with myself, uh, Con Finelli. It's actually pronounced Finelli. Don't know why I said Finelli. Uh, which is Con Gracie on Instagram, and we're also here with Andrew Quinn, also known as Humanity Jitsu. And we run the Humanity Jitsu Podcast, as you know. Uh, Humanity just wanted to um, convey his um, uh, his apology for. <laughs> The lack of episodes recently, like and it's, um, it's like one of those corporate apologies yeah. where you get someone else yeah, to do yeah, for you. Humanity <laughs> has now been fired and let go, of, let go of the company. Um, no, but seriously, no. Um, no, we do apologize for the lack of episodes recently. We haven't been as active as we would like to have been. Um, we've got a lot going on with COVID and well, and third lockdown. Um, third lockdown now again. So that's all kind of putting stuff in, in a bit of like you know a bit of a tiffle. Or a tizzy, whatever you want to call it. Take um, it to tizzy, tizzy. It's in a tizzy, yeah. Jeez, my, my brain's just <laughs> not going to put it. But um, on the topic of yesterday was mental health. It was mental health day. So myself and Humanzi and Sean obviously will uh, will definitely agree with us on this. And if he doesn't, we'll kick him off the podcast. Um, <laughs> every week, every week we're going to do um, we're going to do like a check in like on the page just kind of like do a little kind of questionnaire to see what everybody's doing mm-hmm. um if you want to just get something off the chest like for that week mm-hmm. like you know we're not going to judge it's going to be like the kind of like confession but it's not really like we really genuinely couldn't give a shit unless it's like you know mm-hmm. unless you want to then then we're obviously concerned mm-hmm. but like it's basically just check in like if you want to get something off your chest or if you just want somebody to talk to for for a day or just to say that your week was absolutely dog shit and then you can't wait to go to the next week um, it's just something that for people just like, you know, because fucking mental health and everything, you know, super important. Um, as you know, myself and Manzer and Andrew are big fucking, and Sean, we're all big advocates of mental health. Um, so if we can, like, you know, just kind of making the regular thing, just talking about it every week, not even talking about it, just like checking in to see how everybody's doing. Because a lot of times it's kind of like, oh, well, what's the story? How's it going? And then, you know, nobody actually gets, um, nobody actually checks in. So yeah, no, we'll just be doing we'll be doing a little kind of check in, running our weekly check in just to see how everybody's doing, and mm. um and then again speaking of mental health podcasts, we're going to go back and touch on the one that we did during the summer, um the big mental health podcast. We're going to run that over maybe two or three or four episodes. You might, if we can, we're going to all come together and we're going to try and do that all in one room. Maybe order some pizza, have some beers, chat to shit. <laughs> Yeah, if the Rona subsides soon, that's the first fucking thing we'll do. But just about mental health. And we'll be talking, at the end of this lockdown as well, we'll be talking about mental health as well, just Mm. just in terms of what it can do to your um, sanity Mm. and just like, you know, your well-being in general. But but today, like, you know, we're just kind of, we're going to kind of have a little bit of a riff off. We're just going to, we're just going to chat for a bit because we don't really have a topic in mind. Whatever comes to mind is Mm. whatever comes to mind. Like, I'm pretty sure the most recent thing in the... Grappling related is the IBHGF for now allowing heel hooks and and, mm. and reaping. So like for brown and black belt. So that's something that we can talk about. Mm. But um, no, just if you just as a little kind of like you know PSA, um, we're going to be doing like we are going to be doing our own little um, our own little kind of check in for people and our listeners and subscribers. So mm. be on the lookout for that if you want to check in. If you want to just say hi. If you want to ask how everybody's doing, or if you want to ask about a certain specific thing, or if you want us to do cover something specific on the episode, um, definitely get in touch with us because mm. 
place. Yeah, you can hit us up on our, all our respective Instagrams or on the podcast Instagram. Or guys, also, if you want to, if you have any like questions, you want any advice, you can go onto our Facebook page. We pretty much uh, like there's not like sorry, there's a fly in my face. There was there isn't like um, a high fucking uh, what's it? There isn't a high amount of questions to get in. I don't even think you need to answer any questions if you just uh, like ask to be invited to the page. We'll just check it. Make sure you're not like uh, I don't know uh, a scam bot or whatever, and then we'll add you. And you know you can see when new episodes are posted. You can talk to other people. You can see when our memes are put up, or if we put more YouTube content out. Uh, guys, that's another thing. We'll be we'll actually be putting up some good YouTube content soon. It won't just be re-uploads of the podcast because people give me such a bollocking for just putting the episodes on YouTube at first. I'm like, fuck my life. Plus, we'll be varying out the Patreon content for Patreon exclusive content. So if don't worry, I'll do I'll just do the plug here. It's at patreon.com.com forward slash humanity jitsu. If you want the stuff early, right. if you want exclusive content, or if you just want to support us and help us get better equipment like this sexy microphone here, which has only somewhat increased my audio quality. <laughs> okay, so let's go, Khan. So you brought up just there about the IBGF allowing uh What's it? Heel hooks and reaps. See, mm. uh, here's the thing, in my opinion, like I got in, like I shared this thing on Facebook and one of my friends is like, okay, he, no, he shared it to me. He tagged me in. It's like, okay, you can stop complaining about the IBGF now, Andrew. And I was like, I'm never going to stop fucking complaining because see, like, do you think uh, the IBGF has suddenly seen sense and they're all like, oh yeah, maybe we should allow heel hooks because, meh, it's not a big deal, or meh, if you're good enough, you can defend them, or if you're not an idiot, you'll know to tap soon. No, it's just a fucking money-making thing, like, really, like, I'm not one of these people who's against big businesses at all, I'm not one of these fucking crazy people who are all fucking think big business is horrible, I'm just against this particular big business. <laughs> That's just me, see, I just don't fucking think this was like a, a logic decision it was like just a money thing because like no shit they want to make money i might not be putting this point very eloquently but man see the reason people go to like say grappling industries is because a it's cheaper and b the rules are less shitty but the ibgf still are expensive and they're allowing this move now so okay if you were solely fixed on the heel hook sort of game if you want to compete just still do grappling industries like I don't get I don't get the the dealio. Plus, I've heard whispers. I don't know if this is true. So just this just conjecture that the IBGF are like raising their membership price because of this. Like I I don't know if that's true. So I'm not going to say it's true. I just think it heard it's heard whispers that would of it. Be surprising. They're all like, well, if well we allowed heel hooks, so pay more. Like you know that wouldn't surprise me. Like you know, but I don't. I'm not going to say it's true. So Khan, what's your yeah, sort of take on this whole situation? That. I totally see that coming. Um, even though I think what it is is just um, to kind of like to get ahead of grappling mysteries and Naga and ADCC where you can do helix and you can do slams and stuff and you can... And there's another thing. You still can't slam. Like if you fucking... Somebody, somebody jumps close guard on you and you kind of fall over. That's a slam. That's... Like it's... It's a bit silly. Um, like uh, like I don't really... I don't really... I don't I don't compete with IBGF. And obviously this is my own... This is my own opinion. And uh, again, this is humanity's own opinion as well. If you if you think that we're saying that IBGF should be bombed, that's literally our opinion. They don't. They shouldn't be bombed. I just said that on the podcast. Um, but like, it's it's our own personal opinion. So if you think the IBGF is 
everything to you, then you know we're not we're not taking away your opinion on that. Like you know, we're just saying our opinion, um, because it's a podcast, so you talk about your opinions. Uh, but yeah, no, I definitely think that like it is kind of just a money racket again, and then it's kind of to combat the whole um ADCC and then um and then all the fucking other kind of high level stuff like you know Naga, and then obviously there's um there's grappling. Like grappling is just a stupid, it's just a stupid like efficient, not energy efficient, like cost cost efficient. I don't know what the word is. Mm. Um. It's it's good value for money, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. It's Plus, really good value for money. Like, see, lots of people have given grappling industries shit about spectator fees. Well, see, that's like I don't mind paying. Like, uh, let's see, I've gone to a whole bunch of grappling industries, and there was only one time where I wasn't competing. Like, I was coaching and cornering my guys and recording their matches, and I paid a spectator fee. Man, it was just like it was only like ten or fifteen euro. That's not a big deal when you th- take into consideration that the fee to compete is cheap as well. So like, you know, if, if you're if you're so hung up on the spectator fee, pay a little more and then you can compete. Like if you're, let's see, you know, it's just like the only reason I, you know, the only reason. Like, you know, there should be a spectator fee anyways, because like the guys don't, like they're not like. They're, they're taking up space they that could be utilized for other things, yeah. you know. Not you know, they're not getting any of the space that they're renting out for free or whatever. Like, obviously, mm. the IBJF, you know, you pay for spectators. I'm not sure if you pay for spectators. I think you do. I don't know. Um, but, like, you pay for a competition that could cost about 120 euro. And if you lose your first match, that's it, you're done. The grappling industry is like, you know, if you lose your first match, that's fine. It's round robin. So you've got about maybe four matches more. And it's kind of like, oh, yeah, nice. And you could lose all those matches and it's still like, yeah, no, you still have. The it's still experience. Uh, you know, yeah, it's good. It's still experience. And, like, you know, even to watch that is something is mad. Like I, I generally don't like going to competitions just to just to watch. Like I, I want to be kind of knee deep in competition. Like, um, mm. but like, even still, if you do, if you do decide to go, just to watch, like it's it's a small amount. Like, how much would you pay to go to the cinema? Like, uh, you, you like used, you'd, you'd pay, pay for, for like pay about twenty quid, obviously. Like you said, because you would take right. into consideration. All the shit, all the stuff. And you're sitting down there and it's just for a bit of entertainment. But if you go to the jiu competition, you're learning stuff and you're cornering more than likely and you're probably helping one of the teammates and you're doing like loads of other things as well. So it's not just like, it's not just you're paying 15 euro for like, you know, you're paying 15 euro to get into the venue just and to support the business as well. Like everyone kind of forgets the goal, spectator fees. Like, yeah, but you're also supporting the grapple industries as well. Like, God damn, support your fucking local grapple industries grapple what's the fuck grappling show or whatever that's just yeah. grappling venue that's it that's yes yeah just, yeah. Like, just like support like because without grappling industries had t-shirt shops that they're if they had t-shirt stalls and gear shops i buy their shit the whole time i love love their fucking yeah. competition venue they're great it's at, um, at uh, what is it irish open it's at the irish open and sometimes it's at it's at naga no it's not at naga no naga has their own shop yeah, no, it's fucking grapple industry. That another competition at Tatami Gear, anyways. And I bought like flip flops, and I bought another thing as well. But like, I just bought flip flops, and I bought a t-shirt. And but like, that's still contributing to like the venue and everything else. Like, and and Tatami, and then also if you if you spend money at a stall, and people kind of forget about this as well. If you spend money at a stall to 
at a competition, that stall will be at the next competition because they're going to see that they're doing well at competitions. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, no, we'll go to the next one and see how our stuff sells out there. And then they did well, so we'll go to the next one, and then the next one, and the next one. And then soon enough, everybody else will be seeing the same thing. And then there are going to be more and more variety. Like Scramble could be there. Um, Wolf, Wolfhound could be there. Was it Wolfhound? Yeah, yeah Wolfhound. Or Kings or whatever. I don't like Kings personally, but, you know, there, there's the yeah. option. Plus, yeah, exactly. um, you know, oh, here's more, another... Oh, there, the more kind of sorry, the more you kind of obviously I'm not saying spend five hundred euro on like a gear or something, but like like as in like yeah, shut up. Um, <laughs> but like as in, but like you know what I mean. You don't need to go one hundred percent mad, but then it's just doing something for the stall as well. Obviously, if you don't have the money, you don't spend the money. Hmm. Bottom or bottom line, if you don't have the money to spend, don't spend the money. But if you can, just why not? Like you know, if you're in there anyways. You're there for a good time. No, prob- and, and probably a long time because it's competition. You're probably going to be there for eight hours of the day. Mm. Why not? Like, could be plus, plus, Grappling Industries, they have... I'm sorry that this is just evolving into the episode of Grappling Industries, but they actually do have early bird registrations. So, mm. you know, you, you can sign up for, like... Like, they give if you sign up for Gi, you can do no Gi for free because you already dropped 60 euros to, to Gi. You can do the no Gi for free as an early yeah. bird thing. You know, giving you good deals. Plus... I think if you're a brown and a black belt, you can compete for free because they say you put so much time and dedication into sports, they're not going to charge you money to compete in it. Like, I think it's free for brown and black belts to compete in the industries. I remember over the summer, me, yourself, and uh, the counselor, talked to the counselors, uh, Sean. Yeah. Uh, we, we, uh, we talked about grappling industries, and during the lockdown, since they can't do any competitions, they can't work, there was a deal where you could pay like 800 or it was like 600 euro or 700 euro. And you get the rest, you get a lifetime membership to grappling industry. So you could like, so you could literally just like, um, compete at any grappling industries in any location, any time you wanted for free because you paid the 600 euro up front. Now, when you take into my, take into like, you know, like when you, when, when you look at it, like, you know, one competition costs about 140 quid because for no gi, gi and the two absolute divisions, hmm. but like, you're paying for like maybe four times or five times the amount of that, and you're getting a lifetime free from competitions and stuff. And they're doing that to support their employees. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're not just like a big fucking conglomerate group. Like you know, they actually give a shit about their fucking employees, and they care about like you know the well-being of others, especially, especially seeing as you know competitions as well. Like you know, it's fucking and people. A lot of people have signed up for that. Like you know, I know one of the lads in our out of our place. That signed up for it and now he can compete in anywhere he wants basically yeah that's another thing like the fucking flights are super fucking expensive and that already going into these bigger events are super expensive anyhow so mm. if they did have an option to pay like if the ibjf had like oh give us a million dollars and you can fucking compete for free for the rest of your life i'm like that's still a lot of fucking money but i appreciate the sentiment i give them some credit for so for something like that, but yeah. I seriously doubt they'll do that. Oh, plus, like, uh, that's it. I've noticed the, the sort of uh, refereeing at the grappling industries is a bit more fair and balanced. Like, you I know, thought, well, actually, yeah, yeah, I like, thought. I've noticed as well, you can actually call, you can't corner an IBGF, yeah, like they, they don't let you in front of the barrier, but grappling industries, if I said, oh, yeah. That's my guy uh, competing. Can I sit over there? There's so chairs you, there. They have you know, chairs. They have chairs. Coaches as well. It's like, oh. You know. uh, plus, here's another thing. 
the fucking sorry, grappling industries will listen if they made a mistake. Like, here's mm. the thing. At my first blue belt camp, like, I didn't do too well that day. I got my ass kicked. But a whole bunch of my guys were there, and I was cornering them. This one dude, uh, I actually knew this ref personally beforehand. And, uh, see, he had, he had uh, accidentally put on the system that my that my teammate had lost his match when he had won it. He had, it was just a simple mistake. It was just an accident. Mm. But that I'd said, and then he couldn't go on to the semifinals for his bronze match or whatever, you know, whatever it was. And I was saying to him, oh, dude, you said he lost this match when he won it, so he should be going on to this, this you know, this match so he can get a, potentially get a medal or whatever. And, you know, he's actually listening to me and he's trying to sort out the problem. And, you know, there was this other guy waiting for his match and I, I just felt like a cunt. I was like, oh, dude, uh, sorry for the fucking holdup, guys. You know, these two guys are waiting for their match. But at least, but if it was IB Jeff and they made that mistake, I've seen this happen before. Did you, did you just tell me to fuck off? Like, I've, yeah, yeah I've we, we didn't make, or, or if it is, um, a dodgy call like uh th- that's illegal or that's a baby slam you're disqualified or that's reaping no it isn't reaping like one time my boy tom halpin he put someone into saddle in an ibgf event and the ref s- disqualified him for reaping and tom said to him like he actually stopped straight after your man dq'd him and he's he has your guy in saddle he's like yeah he has his opponent still in saddle he's like yeah this isn't reaping this would be reaping but this position right here isn't reaping. He even says, look, dude, do you feel me reaping you right now? And his opponent's like, no, he's not reaping me. That's that's the one fucking instant I can think of I've ever heard of the IBGF listening to reason and then letting you continue. But that's so often the not not the case. I definitely think the grappling industries, like I think the grappling industries, the guys who were like referee the stuff, I think actually, I've I've seen a lot of them competing. I've actually seen quite a few of them actually physically competing like um so they so they kind of know as well and here's another thing as well people kind of kind of like put this aside because they kind of forget about it but if if you do anything at a competition or if you're competing or if you've got frank horny video the fucking fight because if something goes wrong you can be like here look look at i've got a video here you can see it and that this happened to me actually one of the days um i put somebody in a toehold but then they said i was reaping them and i was like what because i was i was from saddle but i was toehold another foot but then they tried to bring the foot over and tried to reap. And one of the lads had videoed the match. And I was like, I was like, did I, it's like, did you reap my purpose? Like, no, like you're, you're allowed to reap anyways. But like, you know, it's like, but were you going for the ankles or were you going for the heel to actually finish the reap? Like, you know, to attack the knee. And I was like, um, I was like, don't think so. No, like, you know, I was attacking the toehold. Like, and he's like, um, right, well, our referee, one of our referees or one of the guys on the table said it was a reap. Have you got it on video just so we can see it anyways? And man pulled up the video and then showed him like, no, well, even if he did, it was fucking it was, he was clearly going for like clearly two hands on the wrong foot, like for the for the reap. So so they will kind of listen to that way, especially if you've got if you've videoed it. If you say, I oh, know I've got a video of it, and yeah. I've got video the whole thing, they're kind of oh, this is like, like, oh yeah, no, show us then and we'll we'll look through it and we'll we'll uh, we'll see what we can do. Like because mm. you know, a lot of people don't do that. Naga does that as well, actually. Naga's very good at kind of like I kind of like um, I don't know, like kind of just like listening, listening to reason, listening to reason, or diffusing the situation. Like you know, because some guys, some guys are really fucking nuts. Like whenever something goes wrong, they're like what the fuck are you doing, ref? Like, you know, just go wrong, whatever. Like obviously, if so if somebody said that to me, I'm like, right, you could I could be wrong, but now you're just wrong in general, so you can fuck off. But mm-hmm. like if you say it to him, it's like, um, I've got a camera here. Can we can we look through it, like just to make sure, like, and then like you know, like some referees are just be like, look. What happened here is X, Y, and Z. And they're like, oh, that makes sense. That's what yeah. you know, makes sense then. You know what I mean? Mm. 
Uh, that is. And then you have like the others. Like I know it's hard being a referee. Like uh, I'm not gonna like. See, I've been to shitload of competitions, and only at two of them I was competing. One I was injured and I was cornering my guys, like I couldn't compete. And one I was refereeing matches all day, so I was like, oh, "Fuck that shit." I'm as soon as a small enough competition, like I'm not gonna bother doing it. So like, only in one of those fucking matches I was refing did a coach like I, it was decision, it was submission attempts. Neither of these fuckers tried any submissions. One of them tried a half-hearted one near enough to the end because there was a minute left. And I was like, guys, I need to see submission attempts or, I, you know, I can't fucking call a winner. And then one of them tried a half-hearted thing. It's like, okay, match is over. You know, when the match is over, when the timer was up, it's like, yeah, this guy wins. Okay. And his ref was like, oh, ref, uh, fucking, there's only two guys in this division. Um, have them fight three times. I'm like... Well, because, you know, that that is, like, common practice. If there's only two people, it's, like, best two out of three. But we didn't establish that beforehand. No one had once said, I, you know, to be fair, I didn't really ask the organizers, okay, what do we do in the event of this? But then this this fucking dude was going apeshit. I was like, I just said to the two fucking guys who just fought, do you want to fight again? Neither of them wanted to. So I'm like, see, your dude doesn't even want to fight. He gets silver. Now, feck out. Now, feck off. Yeah. Oh, God. Reffing match is easy, like you said, like, you know, especially if there's no, if there's no action, it can be, like, really fucking annoying. It's like, hey, bro, do something. Bam. <laughs> uh, here's, a, here's another thing. So, yeah, I was reffing a match that event, and there was, there was a match. It was the finals of the division, and it was two guys who I both fought before, and I was like, and it went to decision. Like, you know, none of them really threatened submission attempts, but one of them was clearly dominating in positional Stuff, you know, passing his guard, mm. getting, like, mount and side control and the like, all that shit, you know. But for a second, I was thinking, which one of these guys do I hate less? I'll just let them win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, but like, then I just gave it to your man who had, had better uh, positional shit. Neither of them are kind of doing stuff. Like, you know, you kind of, it kind of still sometimes come down to that. Well, um, like, God knows that I fucking, I refed some, I, this is a while ago now, but I refed a few matches and I was like, oh, like Jack Dolan, he's wrecked a load of matches. I mentioned Jack Dolan so much, but he's just a real great role model. Um, but like Jack Dolan refereed a load of matches one time at a yoke, and he was just like fucking, and he was calling shit left, right, and center. And it's like that's that's why you need a referee who actually knows what the fuck he's doing. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, you some guys that get referees and they're just kind of like, oh, two points. Like, it's not fucking. He's not taking me down. It's like I'm still standing. Like. <laughs> like he grabs my ankle for a split second and my butt was on the floor for a fraction of a second but yeah. I still straight back up yeah like, that's not it's not a takedown you need to secure you need to secure and takedown or and position which is another thing as well I don't like the fact that in IBGF the call the position is really fast yeah. not really fast but like it, you can pass the guy but you don't have a side throw locked up or north side locked up and like three points it's like oh. like give him an advantage or something like you know uh, see, that's the thing. Like, I noticed, I brought I brought this up, like, um, before. But see, uh, you notice that the IBGF, they sort of, they do call the points really, really fast, like uh, like you just mentioned. But I noticed they only uh, they only really do that for uh, athletes of a <clears throat> particular ethnicity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they are fucking really guilty of favoring Brazilian athletes, like, to a ridiculous fucking extent. You know, you know it's led to the term uh, gringoing, like... Yeah. You know, if you like, if you fight, like, it's like, uh, I first heard that term when I think it was at uh, the Europeans 
not this year, last year or something, I think. Mm. Don't don't quote me on that, where Keenan fought Leandro Lowe. We went to decision because they both had the same amount of points. They both had the same amount of advantages. And the ref just gave it to Leandro, even though the general consensus was that Keenan done better. And yeah. people were like, oh, man, Keenan got gringoed, all that shit. You know, just like the ref was Brazilian. Leandro was Brazilian. Like, okay, Leandro wins because of the color of his skin. I... This is a thing that wrestling has that I that I actually really like. Um, obviously you can't you can't really do this in jiu-jitsu because it's like it's like um, well you can actually if was you could, but it just take a lot more kind of logistical and fucking technological effort. They video all the matches, right? Every match they video them, but if there's a decision like a takedown and takedown, and the referee called two points. When realistically it should be four points, or let's say it caused two points for the four and two, when it should be when it should be just four flat out or something like that, right? So let's say if you re- you put a wrestling chair in his back and he reverses it, and then and then it's four and two for the person who put the referee the wrestler on the back, but then the referee calls it as two and two, as in like a takedown onto the butt and a reversal when it's like clearly not. Corners control the block, which means that they're like, no, I'm I don't like your decision. I'm going to challenge it. Hmm. Basically means you you said that my wrestler has gotten two points when he should have gotten four points basically or something along those lines. Let's yeah. let's say something like that. Or the other or the other wrestler has gotten more points or something that I should have gotten points for or or just call points or anything like basically. Yeah. Um, like your corner controlling in the world is like a button and it's like do you know fucking on the voice where like to have a button when you press it and sure it's like that. <laughs> yeah. It is like they fucking smash it and they're like fucking challenge or like if there's a break what to do is they get like I don't know I don't have anything small here like so they have like they have like a brick or a teddy or like something that's the same colour as their corner so their corner could be blue or red so let's say if, if you're on the blue corner like this I just be I get like I, I might get a blue angry bird which it happens I swear to god it happens like you see it at worlds where like guys will just have like fucking teddy bears or like just like or just like balls or like fluffy like you know children's <laughs> fucking on to the wrestling thing and be like challenge and then the time will stop the video will be reviewed and then their decision will be made again you know what i mean so if you Could they that... not just have a tiny little flag in their corner have flags like oh yeah here's a blue flag here's a red flag raise your blue flag if you think there's a decision that yeah, you don't agree with the referee's not looking at you he's looking at the wrestler so you need to kind of fuck it on to the thing or raise the flag and scream or something no that doesn't work because everybody screams anyways Okay, f- okay, I see the merits of the, like, the teddy bears yeah, now. The whole point of the buttons, though, is when you press the buttons, the timer st- it stops the timer. Mm, okay. And a horn goes, BRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRR
Um, so it's it's really fun like that. But if the, if the Jiu Jitsu Cup, uh, yeah, not Jiu Jitsu fucking yo. If the IBJJF like did that, where like you'd be in the middle of a match, and let's say a referee says two points for sorry three points for a guard pass, but you have to secure the position, and your corner could throw in the block and be like, here, he's in secure the position. Like you know, my my fighter got out of it within like you know two seconds. Like you know, and he locked up like you know fucking half guard or something or he got his guard back that still wasn't a guard pass do you know what I mean yeah. and the ref, like no three points it's like no throw the block like how much fucking shite would that eliminate like especially from that fucking green one yeah yeah weird you know what's weird see I still don't know don't know the fucking purpose of this or if I'm just if I'm just an idiot or something but I was at Naga last year in uh, August I funny story I spent 150 euro to enter because there's four divisions I'm like yeah I've nothing better to do 150 euro whatever and I got a sweet t-shirt out of it but nice. whenever I, I see I'd be I'd be I was there for like 11 fucking hours that day I was having a long fucking day I saw you that day did I not yeah I think that was before we met because uh, we met yeah. like a month a month later so like uh, what's it oh yeah on each of the tables with the fucking score thing on it there was two brown belts at each table and I seen someone like throw a brown belt into the fucking mats one time or something. I don't know what the fuck that was. Well, that's, that's for time. That's the call the end of the match. Really? Yeah. They fucking they fucking into They, they, they fuck they, a brown belt at somebody. They just fuck anything in there to signify like, that time's up. Like time. Because referee does the referee not look and see? Oh, it's like scream or something. Because the funny, the funny thing is, like you know, referees are always looking at the fighters, so they never actually really check the time. So sometimes what happens is they shout time and throw something at the referee, but like it's not like they're trying to, they're trying to get the attention of the referee, so they're just fucking in front of them or like fuck it out. Um, like man, I, I thought for a second that that was like some like do you know in boxing where someone's corner will throw in the towel if their yeah, fighters yeah. get battered too badly. I thought that was something like that. I'm like they'll throw in the belts. I'm like what? That doesn't. Yeah, that's no, fucking... no, no, no. That's fucking weird. Imagine, like, I don't think that could work in jiu-jitsu because, you know, if you're getting whooped, you could come back, you know, in a second's notice and maybe turn the tables. You know, it's kind of hard to do when you're getting punched in the fucking face the whole time, but not when you're being, like, mushed in side control. You know, you can work it. I hate that. Well, that would be nice, though, actually, to kind of have, like, something to kind of just challenge a decision the referee's made. Obviously, like, in wrestling, like you know, there's like there's like four referees, five actually. Hmm. So like, you know, it's um, it's, uh, I say five referees. I mean for one match. Hmm. So like, it's a lot of referees, but like at the same time, it's still a really really good system. Um, where something goes like, especially for challenges and stuff like um, what is it? Like, there's loads, loads and loads of challenges that people kind of put in. Or like, let's say if something goes dead, the referee will be like, nope, stand up. He he can look at his corner and he'll be like, yeah, stand it up. Or sometimes what'll happen is the referee will call two points, and the other judge will, will apply paddle it, which means it's they overruled it as in like no, no points. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I personally think if you had like maybe two, two or three different referees on a jiu-jitsu competition and on a on like a match, it'd be different. Hmm. Uh, see, we would have to agree on the pointage. <laughs> the pointage, yeah. But see, uh, you know what's weird? At like Worlds, you'd see this other referee sat in the corner on like a lawn chair. Like a, a plastic chair would be in the corner of this one big-ass mat. And like they'd be there as well. I'm like, what's the point of that? 
Is that, to, is that to look think, at bounds and shit? Or, I, don't I don't know. know. It could be. I don't really know what it is. But... You know, if someone could explain to us in the comments or on Instagram what the point, what the purpose of the long chair ref is for. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's like, oh yeah, two points or some shit. Like, oh no, other ref. I don't agree with that. Like, that was a shit call, other ref. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe ref. get the ref, get the refs bickering at each other or something. <laughs> what's happened? To, what's happened to the fucking England? Like that happened both where like the fucking the refs got make up their minds. Like, no, it's two points. Like, no, it's not. It's like four points. Like, what are you on about? And uh, like, yeah, but like, I when I finish my wrestling coaching course. Um, with IAWA, I'll have my refereeing license, so I can referee uh, wrestling matches or I can referee like competitions. So like that's fun. So like obviously it's not the same as jujitsu, but like it still comes into play as fucking work. Especially actually, here's another thing as well. Stalling is a thing that like people don't like in wrestling. They're really strict on it in wrestling. Like if you're not going for something. Or if you're not actively defend, or if you're not like actively attacking, the referee will be like stalling. And if you like get three, two or three warnings, they're going to put you in a shot clock. And if you don't score within thirty seconds, they give a point to the other guy. Hmm. Like that's a pretty good way to do. Because man, get somebody to fucking move on, isn't it? <laughs> I tell you, man, get this. There is this ridiculous. Like I first got flow grappling in January because. Uh, a few of my teammates were over to Europeans. Huh? How much was it? Uh, too much. I can't remember. Like I cancelled my flow subscription there because I never fucking use it. Plus, I heard some of their shady dealings with uh, the Red Belt documentary. But this episode isn't to p- piss on flow grappling. We'll make another episode with that eventually. Oh, maybe. Oh, Just oh. maybe. But, see, get this. I got this I got this um, subscription so I can see my teammates fighting at the Europeans. You know, and then after, and I was watching some of the other matches when it was being live streamed. It's like I said, I seen this one match of this black belt chick. These two were, a, you know, a tiny weight, and like um, I can't remember what this girl's affiliation was, but it was a really like popular one from Brazil. Like I think it was a like Gracie Baja, but I can't remember. Probably was. Fu- uh, I know. I, I'm not gonna say which one it was because I can't remember, so I'm not gonna talk out my ass. But like <laughs> uh, this fucking one stalled the fuck out of this match she had this one in triangle close guard for the guts of nine minutes you know triangle close guard she had that her and that for ages fucking ages and she's just be pulling and tugging and pulling and tugging and pulling and tugging with no rhyme or reason you know and sometimes you just have the sleeves there for a minute straight she's like okay i think i'll I'll chillax here for a minute yeah, yeah, yeah like how the fuck didn't you get called for stalling and then what what got it for me what really fucking annoyed me was after she won the match by a fucking advantage after 10 minutes of just having your one and nearly sweeping her one time here's the kicker she gets up and does a fucking victory dance it goes like this to all her fucking all the people in the fucking arena like she just won a fucking grueling victory I'm like bitch you won by an advantage fuck you <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't well there's I won by an advantage once no, but man, it was zero zero advantage, and I won by zero zero advantage. You know yeah. what I mean? But she did that, but for the whole match, and then she's doing a victory dance after she wins. Like, that's not a fucking win to do a victory dance after. Do a victory dance after catching a cool submission or a fucking. Well, first, don't do a victory dance at all. It makes you look like an asshole. Do it after a fucking awesome submission or a fucking major points win or a fuck after a series of amazing guard passing sequences. Ha! 
after keeping someone in a fucking clothes guard for nine fucking minutes and pulling their sleeves. In the Irish Open a few years ago, this guy pulled half guard and I just flattened him out and I got advantage for it. He wouldn't move. I was just staying heavy in him. I kept trying to pass and he wouldn't let me pass. But I was like, okay, I've got the advantage. I'm just going to sit here. Fine. So I won a 0-0 advantage. So like, it's really boring. It's really fucking boring. Your man won't move. And he's just sitting there in half guard bottom. I was like, are you going to move? And I looked at the referee and I was like, it is not stalling. He's like, you're trying to pass, it's not stalling. For fuck's sake. Mm. If, if I stopped, then that means I'm stalling. But since he was on bottom, he's a pulling guard, that means that he wasn't. And I was like, that's just fucking retarded. It's very boring. I don't like those kind of matches. I really don't like those kind of matches, especially to kind of just like come down to the wires. What's your advantages? Like, you know, you take Yeah, man. Uh, your fucking thing froze there for a second and your face looked yes. all your face looked all ghoulish for a sec. I was like, is Khan fucking possessed or some shit or something? <laughs> probably, probably yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, uh, do you want to call an episode there or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind. Yeah, you know, we've gotten a decent length. Plus, we, you know, we've bitch moaned and complained about the IBGF for yet another yeah. episode. Yay, that's another one. Yeah, that was fun, actually. Mm. And to, to think this all started with them reaping. <laughs> uh, so, guys, like I said, you can support us on Patreon if you want at patreon.com forward slash humanity jitsu or humanity, I think. That's humanity. It's one of them. I have it in the description anyway. Also, like Khan said, if you want to talk to us about anything, you can either reach out to us on our respective inter- Instagrams, the Instagram po- podcast account at humanity jitsu podcast. Or if you want, like, a sort of general advice thing like if you don't mind sharing it on a group like if you want more a public thing you can go onto our facebook group the humans jitsu podcast group you know i'll have that in the description as well if you want to join our group you know we'll let let you in no matter as long as you're not like uh one of those russian bots or whatever the fuck if you're obvious if you're as long as you're if it's pretty obvious that you're not a fake account you can go in like whatever who cares so you know con do you have anything to say before you should have uh not really no just make sure you check in guys just because, you know, mental health and all that kind of shit. But also check in because we want to hear what the fuck's going on with people who aren't us sometimes. Um, mm. you know, it's nice to hear what other people are fucking doing during these um, really boring-ass times because of uh, coronavirus. Mm. Yeah. Right, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Adios. Bye.